Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. So glad to have you on the call this morning with us. And I want to remind you that uh, the call-in number we have, that you can feel free to forward that to anybody or or, uh, give that to anybody you want to. Uh, That's what it's all about. And if we can uh, spread the news about this call, uh, that's what we want to do. And and, uh, it's not hard to get into the call. You just dial in and and no codes to punch in or anything like that. I want to... Um, remind you that we do have all of the recordings we've done of the devotionals. Uh, I want to say since 2019, uh, we have those on there. There are some weeks that we missed just simply because of technical difficulties. But I want to, like I say, encourage you to to, uh, to use that as a, as a resource for yourself or if someone else uh, you think would like to listen to one of those devotionals that they uh, know that those are available for them to, to listen to. The uh, and w- once again, I, I just I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate each of you and and those of you that have invited people to get on the call. Uh, it, we wouldn't have the people we have on here every Wednesday morning if it wasn't one for you. This morning, I'll be leading the devotional, and for the, user, the for those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Michael Pate. And uh, I'm one of the three people right now that leads the devotional, and I want to say thank to, thanks to Brock and Jacob for for uh, helping lead the devotional. Uh, it certainly means a lot to me to have somebody helping. I tried to do it all when we first started, and it was just a little too much for me to keep up that uh, with other stuff that I do within my church. So, like I say, I want to thank them for that. You know, it was a mile morning in the fall as the three of us and that was myself and two of my good friends we walked out of a local restaurant after having breakfast and when all of a sudden one of my friends that's the other gentleman he's asked a simple question do the people you work with know that you're a christian and there was a pause and then he said if i was to go to your workplace if i was to go in your office right now and ask them if they thought you were a christian what would they say? You know, I, I think we probably have all been there. We've probably all had points in our lives where that the people we work around might not have a clue that we're a Christian. And I'm pointing the finger back at myself. So what is it to be a Christian? You know, being a Christian is so much more than just going to church on Sundays. It means spending time with God every single day and having a personal relationship with him. See, sometimes I think we as Christians can go to church on Sunday and we walk back through the door and we take a box off the shelf and we put God in that box and then we put it back on the shelf until the next Sunday. And that's not what it should be like to be a Christian. If someone were today were to walk into your workplace or be around you while you're working, and, you know, or, or if I walked in there and I asked them if you were a Christian, what would they answer? Would they, without hesitation, say, oh, yeah, he or she is a Christian. I can tell you by the way they live their life every day. Or would they say, I don't really know. Or maybe they might say, I don't think so because of the way he or she acts. They couldn't be. When you look at Revelations three fifteen and 16, It says this, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither uh, hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. 
Listen how the message version of the Bible says this. This is really a, was a gut check for me. I know you inside and out and find little to my liking. You're not cold. You're not hot. Far better to be either cold or hot. You're stale. You're stagnant. You make me want to vomit. You know, I don't have to tell you, anyone that's listening this morning, that our nation is in a big mess. And I thought to myself, how are we going to change our nation? And in my mind, there's only one way to change it, and that is to turn this nation back to God. So where do we start? And I think a great place to start is in our workplace. I read a quote one time by Billy Graham, and Billy Graham said the next revival will happen in the workplace. And I think that means that if, you know, you work at any type of job, whether that's a paid or a volunteer position, you take God to work with you. That means that we can't uh, take God and put him in a box on Sunday night and place him on the shelf and then get him back out next Sunday morning. What it does mean to me, if you're a Christian, or if you're a Christian manager, make God part of your management strategy. If you're an executive, make God part of each decision that you make. If you're a Christian worker and you feel like you're just at the bottom of the totem pole, um, you know, take God in your workplace. If you're a supervisor, make God a part of that position. If you're a business owner, make God part of your standard operating procedure. Whatever you do, make God an important part of your life each and every day. I know that some of you are going to say that I don't feel comfortable taking God to work with me, but I'll remind you that in Mark chapter 8, verse 38, it says this, If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way I'm leading you when you uh, get around your fickle and unfocused friends, know that you'll be even greater embarrassed to the Son of Man. You'll be a greater embarrassment to the Son of Man when he arrives in all of his splendor of God, his Father with an army of the holy angels. You know, I'll be very honest with you. I struggle with this on some days. Uh, but I can tell you this. If you're fearful about taking God with you into the workplace, just be honest with God and pray about it. That he'll eliminate your fears and he'll open up opportunities for you to be a shining light. You know, I don't care if that's in a classroom, if you're a teacher with a three-year-old, or, uh, you know, you're sitting around a table with a bunch of 70-year-old men, and you're just sitting there drinking coffee. You can take God into that place. You see, I wasted years because I was afraid that it would hurt my career because I placed my career above the call that God gave me. I didn't act bad, but I was lukewarm. Yeah, I may have had an impact on a few people, but I wasted so much of my time. You know, and maybe you're like I was. I didn't put God in the box on Sunday after church, but I tucked him in my wallet under the $20 bill that I was hidden so I would have it just in case of emergencies. And I had God there hidden in my wallet just in case of emergencies. So my prayer for you this morning is this, um, that you will have the courage to do as the old hymn says, take the name of Jesus with you. And I hope that you can do that this week. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do for us, dear God. I just thank you for the, the each breath that we get every day. And when our feet hit the floor in the morning, dear God, we should be praising you and lifting you up. I just pray that you would give us courage to stand strong for what we, we believe in, dear God, 
to not be afraid to share why we have hope in you. I just pray that you would be with uh, anyone that's on this call this morning, dear God, that, that needs healing of some type. I pray that you would just lay your hand upon them and they would feel that you're surrounding them. Uh, I just pray that, that you would be with um, the, the people on here that have younger kids, dear God, that, that they're coming up in a world that, that is scary sometimes. But I just pray that you would have your arm of protection around them and uh, that their parents would uh, be leading them in the right way, dear God. Uh, I just pray that you would be with each and every one as they travel for work, that you would keep them safe, and that you would bring them back next week. And, uh, and I just pray that, that you would uh, give us all courage. These things I ask in your name. Amen.